Welcome to the Travel Tales Podcast. I am talking to Lisa Huckberg. Did I pronounce that right? Huckberg? I like how you say it. Yeah, Huckberg. <laughs> so many people get it wrong, don't they? Yes, they do. H-O-C-H-B-E-R-G. Yes. What no. do they usually say? Hotch? You, usually, you probably get hook. It's usually Hotchberg. Hotch. Sometimes, sure. I, once I got Hotbird. Hotbird. Sure, why not? It's completely wrong. <laughs> Was this an illiterate person that maybe said this? Hotbird. Uh, you're here for... Uh, it's very... Uh, timely that you're here uh, in one way because you're the first interview I've had since I've broken my foot yesterday and uh, I'm suffering from an ailment. Yeah, so how did you break your foot? I was uh, bullfighting. <laughs> Does that sound cool? That's very cool. I was bullfighting and uh, yeah, this particular bull got the better of me. Usually it's the other way around, but this one, <laughs> I still won, but this one took me on pretty good. Now, actually, I was just jogging. I wish it was a better story. I really do. And all I can think about was like it happened. And uh, I wondered, because I had just come back for three months on the road, this could have happened in the Philippines or something, you know, or another. Have you ever had any mishaps in any countries? I haven't, but I have been warned about it. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I actually was going somewhere where uh, hepatitis was really... Um, oh, a big thing. Tommy and, Lee's house. And right, and they and <laughs> I had always thought of hepatitis as from bad food. And I've been to India a number of times, and I got all the shots. But then I went somewhere else. I can't remember which place it was, but they were like, we were debating whether or not I should get hepatitis C vaccine. And they were like, well, are you going to have sex? Right. And you said maybe, <laughs> possibly. So and- that was the big caution. Just don't have sex. It wasn't Haiti that I was going to. Okay. <laughs> where, where are you partying at? I can't remember where I was going. <laughs> well, parts of India, that could, have been, that could have been it right there. That's true. So anyway, my, how my foot ties into you, mm. I haven't really had a knock on wood, anything like this, like debilitating kind of thing. I've gotten sick or something like that, but nothing like, as someone who's very independent and does, loves to walk, walk and be, do everything on my own, to not be able to do like simple things... It really makes you go, oh, you don't take your body for granted. Yes. And you would know that more than anybody. Yes, I would. Because you are a breast cancer survivor. Yes, I am. Talk about that and how long ago that happened and how much did, that, how much did you travel before that and then after that? So I was diagnosed with breast cancer four years ago, mm-hmm. um, went through a lot of treatments and am cancer free. Congratulations. Thank you very much. That's the ambulance in the background. You can hear it. <laughs> um, right on time, right on cue. Right. Uh, before my diagnosis, I was an avid traveler. Traveled extensively to Africa and all over Europe and Asia, South America. Uh, that was my passion. And so for a year, I wasn't able to do any traveling, which was really hard. Um, when, I, <laughs> when I finished chemo, my last chemo, I thought, well, what do I want to do? I want to travel. So three weeks after my last chemo, I got on a plane to Italy and um, by myself. By yourself. Yeah. Admittedly, in retrospect, this was not the smartest thing to do. (laughs) I'm sure your doctor said, maybe you want to stick around town a little bit. Three weeks was probably a little soon. Mm -hmm. Um, But I went with my wigs because I had been through chemo. So you you lost all your hair and everything. I did. um, I did. And, um, and I even lost my eyelashes and I'd had these eyelash extensions put on and I, and that's relevant because when I went to Italy, 
um, one of the side effects from one of the chemos was that my eyes would tear. So it would look like I was crying. And, um, and my eyelash extensions were starting to come off. <laughs> so here I was in, in um, Italy by myself, sitting at a restaurant, like crying. <laughs> the eyelash extensions coming out. And um, yeah, just this might be the saddest it. visual I've heard <laughs> in quite a while. I know most people have their mascaras running, your eyelashes, everything's coming. No, out. it was a mess. And and um, <laughs> actually, I was in Positano, which is a really popular honeymoon oh, destination. Yes, right there on the sea. So that's uh, you know, don't go traveling by yourself to a place where honeymooners. Go. Yes, it's like going to so. Maui. <laughs> Maui solo. It's the same thing. I went with like a bunch of guys to Maui, right. and it was all couples. Right. All of them were like, oh, "This is not." Yeah, okay. It's nice, but right. so I also kind of concocted this story in my mind, you know, that I was supposed to go on my honeymoon, but I, you know, he had ditched me, so I'm crying over my spaghetti. And <laughs> oh, no. I, I also had a bandage on my arm because I'd had um, this um, what's called a port, which is what they use to put the chemo in your body. I had Ooh. it taken out like a day before I left. Also not smart, and um, it caused a big gash in my arm. Oh my gosh! So and. <laughs> My ankles swelled to epic proportions, so I could barely walk. So, great vacation, so, <laughs> great idea. By all means, right fresh out of chemo, you want to leave the country, right? I mean, did you have to take any kind of precautions before you left? I mean, did you have to notify a doctor where you're going just in case something happens? Or do you just like, ah, screw it? No, I ah, screw it. I mean, I, I had my phone <laughs> numbers. I called. At one point, the swelling in my ankles was so bad. I could deal with the, the crying um, and the bandage on my arm, but the swelling was so bad. And here I am. At this point, I had moved to Rome, and I'm on the Spanish steps. Right. Wait, is that right? The Spanish steps in Rome? I think it is. <laughs> That's kind of weird. Yeah. Anyway... So, um, <laughs> <laughs> was that by the fountain? That's by the big fountain, right? The fountain. Well, the steps, the, and then there's a Trevi fountain. The Trevi, yeah. The Trevi but there are two. Okay. We'll look this anyway, up. Anyway, I'm on steps. Okay, you're on steps in Rome. <laughs> and I can't walk, and I call, I call my doctor, and I get a nurse on the phone, and I say, what can I do? And she said, well, you can avoid walking in salty food. And I'm like, I'm in Italy. So fly home, basically. <laughs> Avoid salty food <laughs> and walking. Okay. Right. <laughs> oh, so man. I didn't do either of those things. How long was the trip? How long were you there? Two weeks. Alone? Uh, the first week I was alone, but then I met up with my mom and sister. Okay. And so you're alone in this beautiful place in Italy. Yes. You're recovering. Yes. Would, do you think it was um, therapeutic? Do you think that was something you needed to come out of this whole ordeal, or did it make it worse, you think? Oh, it did not make it worse. It was mm -hmm. definitely therapeutic. It was so wonderful just to be back to my old self again, traveling and, and experiencing. It's just my passion. So even though it wasn't the most comfortable trip, right. it still was just amazing. It felt so good. Now, do they know, I mean, did people there know, like, what you were going through when you ex did you explain it to him no. or did you make up a crazy lie when you said <laughs> no no I'm just weeping this is what I do before every meal <laughs> oh this I just shaved my head it's all the style back in well and uh, also I LA. brought I brought a few different wigs with me so oh. I didn't always look the same <laughs> <laughs> how long does it okay this is a completely unrelated yes. travel talk how, how how long does it take to, for your hair to grow your hair is so long now 
Oh my God, it took so long. Um, <laughs> I think it took three years for it to get back to where it was before this whole thing happened. Oh my gosh. Yeah, so for, for a good year, I had really short hair and um, just felt like a golf pro or something. I just... <laughs> golf just... pro. <laughs> you were captain of the softball team, sure. <laughs> <laughs> so let's start at the beginning. You're, you're from New York. Yes. The uh, New York City area, kind of. Yeah, Long Island. Long Island. <laughs> so Long Island carries its own images. What do you mean by that? <laughs> uh, uh, Long Island, suburban, very Italian, very Jewish. Yes, yes. That kind of thing. Yes. Kind of like Seinfeld's uh, <laughs> neighborhood around there and the Buttafuoco's. Yes, absolutely. There were a lot of Italians in my town. <laughs> yeah. So did your family travel a lot when you were a kid? No. As a matter of fact, I was the first person in my family to go to Europe. Really? And I was 17 at the time. So did you go with a, like a class trip? or I went with um, a girlfriend of mine. Just the two of you, 17? Just, just the two of us at 17. That's pretty ballsy. Yeah, I guess it was. Because like, most people wait till after college. Right, right. Yeah, no, off, off we went. So were you always like that girl looking at the maps in high school and saying, I, I want to go there? You know, it's funny. I really wasn't. I mean, once I went to, it was France um, at 17, then, then I got the travel bug then. But I just knew I wanted to, I knew I wanted to see the world. I didn't know exactly where I wanted to go. And I had no idea that I would want to go to all these exotic destinations. The more different, the better, as far as I'm concerned. Were your parents uh, encouraging or were they like, oh no, something's bad, it's going to happen? <laughs> Did they discourage you? From... They didn't discourage me. They were nervous, but they were very encouraging. Right. So you're a couple of 17-year-old gals walking around Paris. Yes. Um, what's that like? A couple swinging American gals. Uh, hey. You know, we were popular both, with the fellas, we I'm were sure. Both geeks. I mean, <laughs> the biggest nerds. So I don't think we talked to any guys. You just went from museum to museum and that yeah. kind of thing? Yeah. But I oh, do tell me you didn't talk to any but guy. I, you know, I don't remember talking to any guys. Oh, please. But I do remember I do remember that at one point I felt the need to be on my own, even from her. And it wasn't anything against her, but I, this was like a defining moment for me because I wanted to walk the city by myself. And I did, and it felt so exhilarating to be in this foreign place by myself. And you know, little did I know that that really would end up being a lot of what I did in my future was to <laughs> right. travel to a lot of exotic destinations by myself. And it's like a challenge to me to land in a, in a foreign land and figure out how to get out of the airport. Yeah. How long did it take? How many days did it take together with her before you're like, I, I, need, I need to uh, do this on my own? Like I first went to Europe. My first trip out of the country was after college. And I went with like three other guys from college. And it took about... I don't know, about a week and a half before I was like, okay, we're, I, I need some time alone. I think it was just a few days. Really a few days? Yeah, it wasn't and much. there was only two of you. Yes. Do you still talk to her? I don't. Oh, it ruined the friendship. I know. No, it didn't. Um, <laughs> so it was two weeks But she in actually Paris. has really short hair. Oh. Hmm, what do you think? Writes, and I think she likes golf. <laughs> <laughs> You'll saying. see her at Palm Springs <laughs> and for the big open? Sure. So uh, you said it changed your perspective on things and it changed mm -hmm. you. So when you came back, you went to college. Yes. Did that experience shape like what you were going to study or what you were going to do or did it? No. You didn't have any? No, not at all. 
not at all. <laughs> and then I didn't do any traveling during college. But then after college, I did that standard six weeks in Europe okay, that's, trip. That's what I did. With the URL pass yep. and the big backpack. No, nah, that's me. That was me. Staying in hostels. Oh, my God. I've stayed in the <laughs> grossest places. Which one was the worst? Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> I went to this hostel in Amsterdam. Okay, right it there. Was like... It's... 10 yeah. people in a room with bunk beds and I walked in and there were these like guys in a corner doing drugs and <laughs> it's <was> really bad. <laughs> so did you go, that was, so that was six weeks. So you saw base, the basic loop in all the big cities probably, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, I did. Now, not to age you or anything, but yes. um, so was this post uh, Berlin Wall or was this? Uh... This was pre-Berlin Wall. Oh, well, but who's counting? Right. Was, okay. <laughs> Did you go to Berlin? I didn't. I have okay. not been. I've been to West Germany, but not, right. not East. And you haven't been back since? Back since to where? To Germany. Or is this oh, that I've first been to Germany or? so many times. So many times. I've been there. I For work, I, I had a lot of business in Germany. Okay. As a matter of fact, I have, I have a story of a run-in with a taxi driver. Okay. Well, please, do tell. So I... You mean you have a travel tale? I, <laughs> Hmm. Boy, I, let me think of an appropriate place for you to say that. <laughs> Go on, please. So, so I was um, I was staying in a hotel in Frankfurt, and I this is for was business for business. And we should tell and people what you do. You are a consultant. I am a management consultant. Okay. There you go. And I was um, every day taking a taxi to to the office, and I had a general idea of how this taxi ride went. I couldn't drive there myself, but one day it took longer than usual, and. We fi- and he's lost, and we're driving around, and I actually finally recognize something and get us to where we need to go. But it's like twice as expensive as it normally is. So I say, I'm not paying this. Um, here's how much it should cost. And I kind of throw him the money, and he starts to argue with me. In German? Um, in or, German. Okay, sure. Um, of which you know... Nothing. Nothing. Well, so this, <laughs> this is a one-sided <laughs> argument, really. <laughs> so I decide to run <laughs> you just bolted so right I, out of the... i bolted out of the taxi with your money or did you just throw so some I, money I at threw him? The money at him <laughs> and then i bolted and he runs after me <sighs> so i'm running he's running after me i go into the office building and the way this office building was was um there's this glass elevator with a spiral staircase that went around it mm-hmm. so it was like out of a horror movie like i <laughs> like i run i get to the elevator i quickly get in you're pushing the buttons you know so quickly the doors close i'm like ah starts going up the guy runs in starts running up the stairs <laughs> oh, no. as i'm going up in the elevator and um Finally, I mean, I get off before he gets to the top, and I go into this, you know, secure door because it was an office with a, you know, you need a badge. Um, and I go into the office and I sit down, like, oh my god, thank god. And then I look up, and he's standing in the doorway. Oh no! <laughs> he gotten in the door. He got in. So he got in. Oh. He got in. So he starts yelling at me again. And and so my colleague, okay, my German Don't colleague, end it there. I mean, my he's... German colleague, you know, comes in, and then they're there. Talking in German to each other. Right. I can't mimic a German. I don't know. <laughs> you have to do it with mein the accent. Kampf. I don't know. Right, right. So, um, so there, and then my colleague looks at me and he goes, you owe him money. And I said, no. And um, he took the taxi driver's side and he basically made me give him the money. It's terrible. What? The, so the, your colleague made you give him the money? Yes. So he, he didn't... with the taxi driver. See, now... 
Germans. I know. See, you know, let, let, this all goes back. They just First stick together. The Holocaust, don't, and yes. now this. Now they chase a Jewish gal right. up the stairs. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, that's, that's scary. It was. You think, oh, I'm in the safety of my office. Surely right. one of my German yes. colleagues will. No. Protect me. Yeah. Yeah, no. No. You got to pay the guy that ripped you off. Wow. So when you go to consult in these places. Yeah. What's the typical trip? How, like, five days, two weeks, a oh, month? Oh, it totally depends. Uh-huh. Totally depends. But what I usually do is when I've gone on a business trip in a cool place, I tack on extra time. So, like, when I went to Africa, I would have two days of meetings and then a week on safari. Oh, uh, yeah. So where in Africa did you go? Uh, I've been to a few places, but Johannesburg was where I had business, and then I went to Kruger National Park for safari. But I also went to Zimbabwe. Oh, see, now I want to go there. Tell yeah, me about that. So great. Yeah. So Zimbabwe is where I went after I got divorced. Oh, okay. So I got divorced and I ran off to Africa by myself <laughs> <laughs> and went to a game lodge right on the Zambezi River. Ooh, okay. And it was really cool. You could hear the hippos um, at night. Wow. Do you know what sound a hippo makes? No, but it goes something like... <laughs> Okay. It sounds like it's laughing. Oh, really? It's really funny. You know, they say, I thought I saw this somewhere, that like the hippos are like the most dangerous animal in the jungle. Hippos Like kill, they kill more people. They than, kill more people than any other wild animal. And the reason is because they do it for fun. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Just bored? Yeah. Wow. And they're so huge. Uh, they did are you, huge. You saw like, them. Big, oh, yeah. Not only did we see them, but I had a run-in with a hippo one night. We were on safari and we were coming back at night and um, it was just the end of our excursion, and we're driving. We're speeding back to the game lodge, and all of a sudden, um, the driver slams on the brakes, and in front of us is this hippo, and we all go ah, and the hippo looks at us and goes ah, <laughs> <laughs> and then for a second we looked at each other, and then he ran off. <laughs> <laughs> so, how did you find this uh, group to join in, in this resort or whatever? Just online, you just pick a random place. Um, you know, I had some friends in Joburg from business, so they suggested this particular game lodge. How far from Johannesburg is, you, does it take to get to Zimbabwe? I think it was, it was like a oh gosh, I don't know, an hour, hour and a half plane ride. Okay, actually, it was two plane rides. It was like a, a jet to um, whatever the main city. The Harare. Top. Yeah, Harari. it is Harare. Hey, how about that? I didn't even look at the map. Ooh, nicely mm-hmm. done. Um, but then I had to take a little puddle jumper to get oh, to the game right. lodge. I don't like small planes. Oh, yeah. But, those can be scary. Yeah. And plus, in Africa, you know, they're buying like 40-year-old planes from, <laughs> from right. people. Right. Not the you know, latest. Yeah. yeah. So Hopefully. was that your first trip to Africa? Period? No, it wasn't. That was, I think, my third Okay, so I didn't. I've only been to Cape Town, and then I went to Pilanesburg State Park, and uh, we went through the Johannesburg Airport. So I didn't get to really see much of Johannesburg. Yeah, it's really dangerous. Yeah, because yeah. Cape Town is beautiful. It's beautiful. Cape Town is gorgeous. Sure. So is that like is Cape Town like the Disney version of uh, South Africa, and Johannesburg is the the real shit? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like. It's like New New Jersey. Johannesburg is like New Jersey, and Cape Town is like San like, Francisco. Yeah, Johannesburg is like Newark. Yeah. I mean, did you ever feel any – you were in danger? In, so I – you know, it's funny. I know I didn't feel in danger until I was in the car with a colleague, and we were stopped at a stoplight, and he turns to me and goes, so this is the most dangerous intersection in all of Africa. 
more carjackings and violence happens at that intersection than anywhere else. See, now that's information he could have like kept to himself, probably to make you feel after we left the intersection, not while we were in the intersection. (laughs) Was it at night or was it during the day? It was during the day. Okay, so you didn't see any like shit go down. No, I never saw any crime. I mean, it's it's really sad though. I mean, this was a while ago, but every single person that I knew there had either been a victim. Or knew someone who was a victim of a crime. Oh, wow. So, yeah, pretty sad. Yeah. Did you go to their homes or anything? Did you I see did. where they lived? I did. Everyone was behind high yeah. security gates. Yeah. It's like, you know, razor wire, electrical fence and stuff. Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't know if this is a, a way to live, you know? Yeah. No, not so much. You see how what, what life is like in a place where there's no middle class, really. Right. That's you exactly know? right. It's, yeah. uh, it's scary. Was that the most dangerous place you've been, you think? Or you've been to a lot of places, though. Um. That that was the most dangerous, and, and because South Africa, it was actually, or Johannesburg, was considered the the most dangerous city in the world. Second second was Rio, and I've been to Rio. Oh, so I've been I to guess, Rio too. Yeah. So that's the second most dangerous. <laughs> and third, Detroit. <laughs> so we'll okay, talk about Rio because yeah. I liked Rio, and yeah. um, but again, you got to be really careful. Yes. Like I tell, I've told the story on here before. Was when I was on a cab late at night and they didn't stop at any red lights and it was the same kind of thing they said well if you stop this is where they carjack you and i was like well go through the red lights then by all means right right so where did you stay in rio were you in um, we ipanema in ipanema oh yeah <laughs> How does that you were the girl from that, ipanema yes yes mm-hmm. um Solo? Were you solo? No, I wasn't. I actually have done a lot of traveling with friends. Okay, I'm starting to think maybe maybe people don't want to travel with you. No, I have a group of friends that I've traveled with. I was there with my um, really good friends, Louisa, Kelly, and Marty. Okay. And we were there. It was over Christmas and New Year's. So for Christmas... Which is a really, really busy season there. Yes, yeah, it is. Um, And we went to a place called um, Buzios. Oh, I went there. New Year's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like three hours on a bus or something yes. up north. Yes. Very famous uh, beach resort that, uh, was it Bridget Bardot made famous in oh, the 60s really? or something? Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. She's like famous. There's a statue of her there on a park oh, bench or something. Yeah. Oh, I didn't see that. It was a very hip, uh, she, I think she made it kind of hip in the 60s or something. Oh, okay. I don't it's know. beautiful, isn't it? It's beautiful. I mean, it was very, very busy. The beaches are crazy. Yeah. So I went on an off season. It was like September or oh, no. okay. And uh, so it was nice. It wasn't too hot. You were probably there. It was, it was middle peak, of summer. Middle super of summer, hot. peak season. And I mean, Brazilian women are um, yes. pretty attractive. Really? So I, you know, I didn't notice at all <laughs> while I was there on the beaches yeah, with so my eyeballs uh, bulging just... out. Right. Yeah. So why? Did you feel? Well, I was very... Pale and, <laughs> and uh, not tall. Your eyelashes and... were falling off. <laughs> Little intimidating, sure. Yeah, but <laughs> I probably didn't help my case by um, in the midst of all this partying that's taking place on the beach. I'm doing a crossword puzzle. Oh <laughs> boy! No, I shouldn't tell people. That. Nerd alert! I know. But you were with friends too, though. I was. Did I you was. meet any locals, or do you find <laughs> that it like when you? When you're with friends, it's harder to meet locals or easier? No, no. We definitely met a lot of people. I mean, on New Year's Eve especially. Mm-hmm. Was his name Joao? <laughs> <laughs> no, 
There were. Um, they like to kiss on New Year's Eve. Do they? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're not so exclusive. Okay. Was Rio the place that on New Year's Eve they, everybody wears white or something? Yeah. Well, South America is like that. Okay. So my first South American New Year's was in Uruguay, and I was like, told to wear white, and it was amazing. Like everyone wears white, and there's fireworks, and I thought, oh wow, this is a great like Uruguay thing. And then I went back, and here in Rio, it's the same thing. Right. Like, everyone wears white, and they do fireworks. <laughs> Um, and it was really amazing because it started raining during the fireworks, and I'd never seen that before. Oh, so it was really cool. Yeah. So, did your friends have as uh, as good a time as you, or better? Uh, um, <laughs> so Kelly, was, she found her guy for the night, and she was exclusive. But go on. I, I didn't want to be tied down. No, yeah, that's so. right. There's there's so much of you to go around. You can't. Yeah. You know, why would you? Know, you? And like, and it's, it's a the holiday. To them, making out is like a handshake. It's it is. Nothing. It is. So there was a lot of handshakes that <laughs> yeah, night. Okay. <laughs> So now, did you have the same? You're all staying in the same room, or did you have your own private place? Um, I mean, in different places, the rooming arrangements were different. In Rio, Marty, Marty, and I shared a room. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, anyway, <laughs> Marty's a very good friend. Okay. Um, and then I shared with Kelly in in Buzios, and we actually so. Um, Marty turned in early after New Year's, but Kelly and I stayed out all night mm-hmm. um, until the sun came up. And then there were no taxis, and we didn't know how to get home, so we just started walking <laughs> with our shoes in our hand. We just started walking. We didn't even know how to get home. We're just wandering <laughs> the streets of Buzios. And then finally, um, Kelly just flagged a car down. I've never done this. My just mother a random, not, said, a, not a don't taxi. Hitch, don't hitchhike. You know, don't get into a stranger's car. Um, yeah. In the most dangerous city in the world, why would you? Yeah. <laughs> no, no problem. Just flag one, a couple gals, not from the we country. Were, our feet hurt. You don't so. speak the language. Yeah, just, I think it's, it's perfectly don't, safe. Don't hitchhike unless your feet really hurt. Mm-hmm. So, um, and they took you to your hotel. Yeah, they did. They understood you and everything yes, else. Yes, so it all worked wow. out. We survived. How long ago was this? This was um, when was this? <laughs> Two or three years ago. Okay, so this is post. Post-cancer. Uh, post-cancer. Yes, yes. Is it almost... And Kelly also had gone through cancer treatment, so the two right, of us were that... there. We both had our short hair, and <laughs> so trying to feel sexy in Brazil, and mm-hmm. it's hard. Do you find that like your life is kind of divided in like PC and BZ? And BC and... Yeah. BC um, and AC? And a- ABC <laughs> <laughs> after breast cancer. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, yes, I do. Absolutely. Yeah, no question. So, okay, so you've been to Brazil. Mm-hmm. And have you been to every continent? I have not been to Antarctica. Okay, me either, but, but I would like to. That, I think I have. Wow, that's pretty good. How much, did, how much of that did business pay for? Most of it? A lot of it. That's awesome. A lot of it, yeah. I'm really lucky. It's a dream of mine to like get other people to foot the bill. Yeah, the only problem is when business was paying for it, I flew business class. Ah, see, it ruined you. You're spoiled now. Exactly. So my last few trips have been in coach. But you must have a billion frequent flyer miles. I I have a lot of frequent flyer miles. Mm -hmm. I have 800,000. Oh, my God. So uh, you don't have to fly coach now. You realize that. You realize you can use some of those. I know. But that's not, I mean, that's how many I have left. So I've accumulated way more than that. I have one of those million, one million on my American 
gold card? Yeah, I made a million on that one too. So I'm gold for life. Gold for life. Yeah, we're in the gold for life club. And then I immediately stopped flying because like all the jobs that I flew the most, (laughs) like they all ended. But I just, I I made it right under, I snuck right right in. I know. And you're right. I should be using these miles for these trips. But I just keep saving them for... For something big. Yes. Yes. So I just took this trip and I didn't get to Egypt. And I didn't oh. get to Greece, which were those, oh. those are the two places I, Shoot. I made it pretty much everywhere on my list. I love Egypt. Okay. See, now you were talking <laughs> about traveling solo. That's one of those places I didn't really want to be solo. Right. It seemed like a hard place to be solo. Mm. And I also didn't want to rush through it. Okay. And I was looking at like, maybe because I was in Elat, down in Israel, down at the bottom, and you could take, and like, drive to, across the Sinai or whatever. Did you go to Petra? I went to Petra. Okay. That was amazing. Yeah, really. But I I did a day tour of it. And I wish I would have stayed overnight because I I felt like I rushed through it. I did a day tour too. And and, uh, I didn't want to treat Egypt the same way. Right. And plus they had just had a coup. And uh, don't let a little revolt get in the way of a good trip. And I couldn't get a definitive answer from... Like the tour people there right. of like whether it was safe or not. Yeah. Everybody gave me like a well, I mean you can try it. Uh, right. And I was like, well, that's not good enough. <laughs> right. Is it safe or isn't it? I needed to hear from the guy that was like, goes every day and goes, it's fine. Yeah. You know. But nobody, I never got it. That's too bad. You'll never have to go it. there another so, time. I how, you went to Egypt. Egypt. I did. And I were did. you solo? I wasn't. I was with my friend Kelly. Okay, that's. We had been in Israel and we flew to Cairo together. Okay, from so you went to Israel first. Yes, because everybody was saying this to oh they don't want to see Israeli passport right. uh, stamp on your passport and that kind of thing. Right for Egypt, it's okay, but it's usually the reverse, right? Or like Israel security would be tougher than Israel security is tough no matter what. you Oh do. yeah, oh yeah. They're... It's the worst security. I mean, not worse. It's they, the they strictest. Have... Cons- it's so strict. You have to leave like four hours at the airport right. to make your flight. Yes, yes. What did they do to you at the they, airport? Well, I just ask all these questions. Right. And then, like, where did you... Because Hochberg from Long Island is, <laughs> is number one on their list. They were like, where did you go to Hebrew school? Like, a congregation to fair with Israel, you know? See, oh, you had answers to this did? stuff. You know, yeah, they I see did. Siegel, they asked me all that. Oh. And I didn't know anything. You know, I didn't... I, uh, they asked me if I knew Hebrew. I did not. Right. Um, who are you meeting here? Who, right. you know, but were you on, a, like, a, a tour group? No, I wasn't. It was just the two of us. And, and that's, that raises more red flags. Yeah. And I was solo. So that's, you know, yeah. one guy showing up. And... Well, I will, this is how high security they are. So this is actually the end of the Egypt trip um, where um, uh, the guy that had been driving us around the city had offered to take me to the airport. And he would brought his wife and two kids with him. Mm-hmm. And so... He, um, Why? Because they want to do uh, <laughs> see the airport. I don't know. And so they walked. Wanted to take me, up as much room in the cab as possible. They walked me into the airport, and we said goodbye. And then they left. And then um, when I was going through security, they were asking me all sorts of questions. They were like, "You know, how did you get to the airport?" Oh, they oh, asked me that. Who dropped took, you off? Who dropped you off? Oh, a taxi. You know. And they go, "Oh, really? Who are those people that dropped you off?" They saw. Oh yeah. They remembered. And the, isn't that incredible? Oh, yeah. They asked me, uh, yeah, who brought me there? And I was meeting my friend uh, Avi, who's been there a million times. Mm-hmm. Avi Lieberman, the comic. <laughs> and I was, you know, we're here we're doing comedy. This is my friend Avi. Who's Avi? He's my friend. He's a comedian. <laughs> and I got pictures of me and like two other like comedians, Israeli right. comedians. Yeah. And one of them was pretty famous in yeah. Israel. And I was like, yeah, I'm with these guys. And right. he, he, nope. And we just took. 
And then they ask you the same questions over and over again to see if you yes, if your consistent. story changes. And, yes. And then, but I'm sorry if it's like if they ask you enough questions, you start to get frazzled, you yes. know. And it's like you could slip up, and you're going, maybe right, I am guilty. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's very nerve wracking. So tell me about Egypt. Yeah, I've never so, been. Oh my god, Egypt's crazy. My my entry into Egypt was a little rocky. So Kelly and I fly into Cairo. It's at night. Pre-revolution. Yes, pre. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. And um, we arrive, and Kelly has to use the restroom. So she goes there, and, and I say, okay, I'll deal with the visas. So I go do that. And then I'm waiting for her to come out of the bathroom, and she's not coming out of the bathroom. I'm waiting, waiting, waiting. And then finally, I'm like, okay, what happened? So I open the door to the bathroom, and I see Kelly standing in her underwear. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I go, Kelly. Is she warm? Uh, what is the? She's changing. I what go, happened? What are you doing? <laughs> and um, apparently, she didn't know how to flush the toilet because we didn't talk about this. But so, so removing your clothes out, would probably flush the toilet. <laughs> figuring out how to flush the toilet in all these different countries is not always so easy. <laughs> so she did something, and it wasn't right. And pee water came shooting up out of the toilet onto oh. her white pants so a very nice woman there offered to like help her wash and dry them so she took off her pants and was in the process (laughs) of drying them with the hand dryer so that's the site that i came upon so Mm -hmm. finally she puts on her soggy white pants (laughs) and all she wants is just to get back to the hotel and change so we go to baggage claim no bag oh her bag Never came. Never came. Never came. You now. This is you were coming from Israel, or were we you were coming from Israel? Oh, yeah. So this is LL. This was LL. Yeah. So no bag. So I had my bag. Oh. She never her bag. Um, it was just disaster. So I mean, so for the rest for a whole time in Egypt, welcome we to shared, Egypt. We shared all of my clothes. But of course, I mean, what could clothes cost in Egypt? You yeah. go to the market, you get like yeah. a little, you know. Linen pants, and then you're good. But the biggest problem, though, was that, and I think I mentioned this earlier, Kelly is also a breast cancer survivor. Yeah. And um, we were still wearing wigs at this point because her hair was so short growing in. And um, Her wigs in the bag? She had her wig in the bag, a $4,000 wig. Oh. It was in this bag. Wait a minute. A wig is (laughs) $4,000? To get a, like, human hair, like, really nice wig that doesn't look like a wig, it costs a it cost that amount of money. Oh my god! I know. So, so yeah. So we were convinced it would it would turn up, and um, it never did. What did the airline? Never did. It was that was like a year. Did and they half say ago, anything? Did they? Ago. They just said, "Nah, it's gone." No, yeah, I said, "Well, I mean, they 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 accused were the Egyptians. For it. I'm sure they, 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 they were looking for it." And so um, I actually drove, drove. I flew back through um, Tel Aviv, but without Kelly because she had gone home from, from Egypt. Mm-hmm. And I went to the land of lost luggage when I was there. And that is a crazy place. What a, the land of lost luggage? Is it just dying warehouse or something? Yeah, they take you down to the bowels of the airport. And there's this huge room with suitcases everywhere. Like hundreds of suitcases. And I just went looking at all these different suitcases that Maybe were hers. None of them were. You're looking for one bag with hair sticking out of it? <laughs> really nice, really nice expensive hair sticking out of it? Oh, my God. That's awful. Right. So, you know, who are all these people that have lost their bags? And 
found them. Yeah. So you think they could like deliver them somewhere? You know, there's some kind of right. Do they just have no tags on them? Uh, Yeah, I guess. I guess. I don't know. So anyway, so somewhere in either Israel or Egypt, because we don't know at what point the bag was lost, someone is. Wearing a really expensive yeah, wig. Great hair. Exactly. Great hair that you think is, is natural. Right. <laughs> um, so Egypt, Cairo, I heard, is just chaos. Yeah, it is. Is it? Because uh, a lot of people have a rough time in, in Egypt. Yeah. It's not one of your easier countries. But I, I talk about another place where people get sick all the time. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I loved it. I, but I've been to places that are that chaotic. So didn't How did really Kelly take to shock it? Me. Oh, she loved it. Really? We had a great time. So what are... Uh, Two the- American ladies like in Egypt. I mean, that's a pretty <laughs> conservative kind of. Yeah, I mean, oh, it's, it's we, a very male centric uh, place. And as a matter of fact, it was during Ramadan. Oh. Which is. Um, so they're starving all day. They're starving all day. They come out at night and they're not in a very good mood. And they eat. And um, <laughs> and we went out into like downtown Cairo, um, just the two of us in skirts that probably were. Not too as short. long as they should have been. I mean, mm-hmm. They weren't mini, but they weren't they weren't below the knee either. And we started getting harassed. Oh, yeah, we started getting harassed. Kelly actually really was the one that was getting harassed. And so um, we finally had to kind of we were getting pushed and shoved through this crowd, and finally just kind of found this taxi and like ran to the taxi and and got in. And they were still trying to harass us through the window of the cab. Through the window. Yeah. Oh my God. Did, I know. So, so it was a little scary. Was it in a mean like cover yourself way, or was it in a like hey baby? It was in a hey baby kind oh, okay. of way. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, it's not like it's not like Saudi Arabia. Where, yeah. Yeah. Like, you have to put on a burqa. Throw stones at you. If yeah, okay. You show your you know, your face. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was just unwanted attention. Exactly. Got it. Got yeah, it. But, but, are, know, are, but are Kelly the, got more of the attention, so I part of me felt kind of bad that I wasn't harassed. <laughs> <laughs> what am I, chopped liver? I'm not worth your harassment. Uh, so the pyramids, worth it? Amazing? Um, to- totally worth you it. You did the whole like so Nile cruise. Though, oh, right? yeah, yeah. Did the Nile cruise, did the pyramids. Okay. It was amazing. I got to see that once. Uh, but that was That was a big disappointment. You do. I mean, they, they, don't, I didn't get to see. they don't disappoint. Yeah, I just said it's like that is, that's going to be just one place I'll have to come back to exactly. and do it right. You yeah. know? I will say, though, they do a light show at the pyramids. Mm-hmm. And that's a little weird. I could have done without the light show. You think it's too like, uh, what am I, a Pink Floyd concert or something? <laughs> if I could use an older reference, by the way, which is weird because I'm only 25. Okay, I didn't make it to Greece. Tell me about Greece oh, and you recommend it? I love Greece. Tell me if this is the truth. Uh, people say you go to Athens for like one, two days yes, tops. that's right. And then you just go to the islands exactly. after that. Okay. Yeah, that's the way to do it. That's the other reason because it would have been like, Almost November by the time I got there, and a lot of the islands had started closing the resorts and stuff like that, and um, yeah, and the weather was kind of dicey, and uh, I just rather would do it right, you know, and just right. go when it's beautiful, and, absolutely, and preferably not alone. Again, yes. talk about a right. couple's place. Well, you know? I, so I went there with two girlfriends. Okay. Um, but I did meet a guy. <laughs> oh, Greek man. I no, well, he was Greek, but from Australia. Vacationing in Greece. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and that was, and, and funny enough, the, in all of our travels, I had been sharing with, you know, one or two girlfriends, but for some reason on this particular trip, I had decided to get my own room. <laughs> well, you're at the, you know, your own suite <laughs> at the fancy place in the, on the hill, I'm sure. 
It was an Ia. Uh, so anyway, it was very fortuitous. Okay. Well, you have big news coming up. Yes. Um, so I don't know how much traveling you're going to get in in the next, I don't know how many, 18 years. But I know. <laughs> Yes, I have a baby on the way. You have way. a baby on the way. Yes. Via a surrogate. Yes. That's a gestational a, carrier is just, technically what she is a called. A gestational yes. carrier. <laughs> That's very exciting. It's very exciting. And it's due soon. Yes. Um, next month. Wow. I know. Mal, wow. Now, as someone who loves to travel a lot, yeah. did you come to that moment in your life where, okay, this is the trade-off. I'm going to have to... Yeah. I did. I did. That I will not be able to travel the way that I once did. I, I have this fantasy in my head that I'm going to take a toddler with me to these exotic destinations, <laughs> and it's all going to be great. Um, so just you know, allow me to have that fantasy for a while yeah. longer. So did you try to sneak in any big trips right before this happened? I didn't. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> but is there like a... Uh, are you at peace with that, though, in the fact that you feel like you've seen a lot? I am. You've seen so much more than most people in I the have. world. I have. I've had such amazing travel experiences, and... Um, this I'm ready for the next phase of my life. So mm-hmm. I'm, I don't plan to stop traveling entirely, but I know things will change, and I'm sure I will travel again. It's at a big some point. big change. Huge. Because you're doing this uh, on your own. Yes. It's very big. Uh, oh yes, I'm having this baby on my own. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of change. Do now do uh, nanny services accept frequent flyer miles as payment? <laughs> they might. I should look into that. <laughs> <laughs> Sit for me uh, three nights a week and you get, uh, right. what, how many trips to back to Guatemala right. or something? <laughs> <laughs> if you can think of one place that you've never been that you really wish you had gone to mm. or still want to go really badly that you've never been. You know, I really want to go to Croatia. Oh, really? You've never been? I haven't been. Um, that was going to be my, my trip this year, mm-hmm. but the baby plan already this thing this kid is a is a cramp in your style i know i know i will remind him of that (laughs) but is that a bad thing to do yeah every day of his life (laughs) and then 20 years from now he goes into show business (laughs) and then you are really sorry (laughs) um if you have to pick your favorite place yeah like one place you go, you know what? I could go back to that place a million times and never get tired of it. I love Bali. Bali is nice. Love Bali. Which parts did you go to? Because I just got so, back. Oh, you did? I went on my trip, yeah. Oh, um, I stayed in Ubud. Yes, I was there little, for a night. The little town. Eat, Pray, Love. Yes. Which they hate. I know. The locals hate that book. I know. So last time I was there, it was um, shortly after a terrorist attack. Who? Oh, yeah, were they the bombed? Where the Australians yeah. were? Uh, what well, wasn't the one in the club? It was the one in a restaurant. Oh, okay, I don't yeah, know. yeah. So um, there actually was a travel advisory against going to Bali, but I ignored that. Yeah, and went with my boyfriend at the time. And um, well, it's good because you know, as another, you're going to a nice, beautiful honeymoon spot. Right, right. And exactly. at least you're you're with somebody this time. Yes, yes. And guess who was solo? Were... This guy. <laughs> Right here. <laughs> but go on. Well, and so they were selling T-shirts that said, fuck the terrorists. They were so angry because it had ruined the, the yeah. tourist industry. And the um, the vast majority of people in Bali are Buddhist. Yeah. There's a small 
Muslim minority down in, a, I guess, some of the southern islands mm-hmm. that are just kicking up a stink. And uh, so they're trying to scare Westerners away. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like, I mean, we were warned of that too and stuff, but I guess some of it's, it goes through waves, you know, with every election right. cycle right. and stuff. But, right. So did you, went to Uber, because I remember, I think, I may have written you from the road that I was going, because I didn't know where to stay. Oh, did I give you advice? Well, what's that place, the really cheese ball touristy part of town oh, that where you land in Denpasar? Denpasar? But there's an area, it's like we're all, oh, it's like 19-year-old drunken yes, Australians. Yes, I told you to stay away. Now I can't remember what that is called. Yeah, and then there's like the beaches keep going up north and they get a little more mellow as you yeah, go away from the epicenter exactly. there. Exactly, yeah. So I stayed away from... <laughs> and I, I didn't listen to you because I got in late at night and I said, well, that's where all the hotels were. I just grabbed something. That's right. And I was there like half a day. Kuda. And I was there half a day and I went, I got to get out of here. Yeah, and then cool. I went to the... Uh, uh, Gili Islands to scuba dive. Oh, nice. Yeah. So nice. I, did, I spent most of my time there scuba diving. So oh, cool. uh, you, Ubud is inland. Yes. Did you go, where else did you go? Um, in Bali? Mm-hmm. I'm, oh gosh, what was the name of the area that we went to? It was a beach area that begins with an S that I can't remember. Yeah. It's north of Kuda, right? Yes. That one. Okay. I yeah. think I went there too. Yeah. Um, it was beautiful. Yeah, it is nice. We visited the monkey forest. Oh, I went to that. jump on you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So great. We so, like the volcano. What volcano? There's a volcano. Oh, there is. There, yes. I did not go to that. Yeah. It's like way on the other, one side of the island. Yeah, you wake up at two in the morning and then go and you hike up when it's pitch black. and. Maybe that's why I didn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> I was underwater too much. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes. I got a little sick in Bali. Mm, you did? I got Bali belly, as oh, they say. Oh, no. Couple was, bad nights, not not, but a couple little little queasy. Okay, you didn't have any problems there. No, no, just just India. Other than that, I. Oh yeah, well you heard my India story. Yes, I got deathly sick in India. You too, huh? The Bali, uh, Delhi belly, Delhi belly, <laughs> Delhi belly. Did you have to have a doctor like IVs no, and any no, of that stuff? Okay, no, not at all. Go. I just literally, my stomach was never the same. Like for eight weeks after I got back, yes. it just was not the same. It's just a bug you get, and you just gotta yeah. wait it out. I, yeah. Where did you go in India? So in India, I went to... Solo? Um, mixture. I actually have been to India four times. Four? So, yeah. Business? Um, yes. Okay. Business, and then I always would do Stay longer, as sure. Well. Yeah. Um, Mumbai and, and New Delhi and Agra for the Taj Mahal. Of course. And then also the Rajasthan region. Yeah. That's so a- um, Jaipur... Udaipur and Jodhpur. I went to all those. You did? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's, they're like kind of a drive. We, we landed in Delhi. I was on a little tour. And so you could go. It's kind of the same route. It's like the drive to Mumbai. Right, right. Yeah. And then did you stay at the Lake Palace? We didn't stay at it. Um, we stayed near it. And oh, then we okay. went around it. But that's, that's the city I got really sick in. Oh, okay. Well, you know, that, that's Udaipur, right? It, it is. And yeah. you know, that is where they filmed Octopussy. Octopussy, yes. That's what they... You know, they always they tell everybody. And but the problem was at the time of year that I went, there was no lake. So what? normally a boat takes you to the lake palace, but I was driven. It dries across the the dry riverbed. You're kidding. Dry lake bed. I didn't think yeah. it was. I thought it was like a big lake. It's that shallow that yeah. it can dry. Yeah. Oh yeah. my gosh. Yeah. I no. We were on a boat. We just went around it. I didn't go to it. Yeah. No. There did was you stay no... in it? I did. What's it like? By myself. No. Um, yeah. It's beautiful. I bet it is. <laughs> There's like one of the best hotels in the world there or something. I think it's the Oberoi maybe. 
Because it's always high in the ranks of... Um, yeah, I, I love Oberoi hotels. I've stayed in quite a few. So this is the difference between you and me. You you stay at nice places. Yes, I do like You You would have hated places. where I stayed throughout Asia this past trip. Yeah, although... I, you go high-end. You go high-end. Yes, except that... Um, so I was on this trip by myself, and one of my colleagues said, oh, my brother-in-law is on leave from the army, and he... Um, We'll be happy to show you around. This is an Indian so, fellow. This is an or, Indian fellow. Okay. And so he met me in um, Udaipur. No, right. no, jo- Jodhpur. Mm-hmm. And um, decided to take me to the desert. Oh, ooh. that's not Jace, creepy at Jace, all. Jaisalmeh, I think, is what it was called. <laughs> Let me take you to this de- so, a desolate place where no one can hear you scream. <laughs> so oh, that's cool. He picks me up, and the first tip-off was that he brought me flowers and i thought oh, oh boy, no this is a setup <laughs> so we drive out to the desert and we um check into a tented camp mm-hmm. and um he gets us one tent <laughs> well, I, i'm sure it was an oversight and, I, <laughs> and so i was like no 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 <laughs> yeah. you know i think he thought oh american girl right well right. american they girls have, have reputation they, yeah right so, um, well, they've heard what you, you know, you guys in Rio, they've heard that reputation, re- <laughs> your reputation preceded you there. Right. So, uh, so we got separate tents, mm-hmm. um, and, but he gave me, um, he gave me a book on Kama Sutra. Hmm. Yeah. So, um, anyway, so we slept <laughs> that night in separate tents, but then the next day we went for a camel ride through the desert and, um, he put us on the same camel. Sure. And there's all these honeymooners that go to the desert. Mm-hmm. So it's all these honeymoon couples and then me and this guy. And at one point, he gives his camera, his video camera, to the guide. And then he says, Lisa, come with me. So he's leading me up this sand dune. Mm-hmm. And then he says, okay. Now drop your pants. <laughs> no, what he oh, okay. said. Go on. Um, he basically took my hand and we ran down the sand dune while the guy was videotaping us. <laughs> like it was a Bollywood movie. And it's now on television there and you are the most famous person in all of India. Oh, boy. Do you have a copy of this? I don't. You I don't. Oh, you, you know, it's go. like, you know, people say, well, why did you do it? But, you know, it's, <laughs> I don't want to be rude. Right. Well, I mean, that's. I mean, it's not really. Right. He and didn't look, ask you to do anything. Hands, you're holding hands. Down a sand dune is like a lot better than what he could have. But holding hands in yes. India is a big deal. It is a big deal. They don't deal. even. There's like no public it, displays yeah. of infection or nothing. Yeah. No. It, it it is a big deal, and so he definitely thought that more was going to happen, but it didn't. That's, yeah. That was the extent of it. Did you get down to Goa at all? I didn't go oh, to Goa. Oh, you'd like that. I know. I would love. I would have loved it. It's the one place I didn't get to. Yeah, that's where you see like. The because uh, it's very I mean it's all tourists and stuff down there it's right. a lot of Europeans and Russians mm-hmm. but um, the local Indian men would go down there in packs and they just walk up and down the beach like trying to be sly when they're really just staring at the right. women in their bikinis right because right. The Indian women would never wear bikinis right. you know right. they just, well, they go down in their saris and like right. up to their knees they'll walk <laughs> in the water and like. Right. splash it a little but they would never right. you know they think you know western ooh. well and then by contrast like when i was in france i mean they go topless yes and i was there for business and i'm having lunch at a at a at a beachside restaurant with a colleague and we're talking business and this woman like just literally walks up to us with no top mm-hmm. and um you know the guy's trying to act like it's nothing yeah but you're not a you're not a close-minded person no, i mean no, were you, you're, not you were all. never really offended or 
No. Did you ever go topless on these beaches? Um, <laughs> no, I never went topless. Mm. Can't what? say it's one of the big regrets in my yeah. life. Yeah. Okay, since you're a hotel person. <laughs> yes. Your favorite hotel that you ever stayed at? The um, Colombe d'Or in the south of France. That just sounds impressive. I have no <laughs> idea where that is, but... It's in what, Sa- is it's it Nice? In, it's in saint paul de Vence, which is about... 30, it sounds even more impressive. 30 minutes um, north of Nice, up on a mountaintop. Ooh. And it is a place where um, famous artists used to stay. And they would pay for their ribbon board with paintings. So there's these original works of art from Picasso and Matisse. Like, like Renoirs just, and all Yeah, the- just hanging in the lobby, hanging in the restaurant. <laughs> they have a... Um, Oh, I can't remember the name. Like a famous sculpture in the wow, you know, right by the pool. It's just, it's incredible. And this this town is known for for artists. It's just full of little galleries, and um, I just love love that hotel. It's one of the most romantic hotels I've ever been to, and I've been there twice by myself alone. With, okay, by myself, and the second time with my mother. Oh no, <laughs> mom! I got to take you to the most romantic place <laughs> you'll ever see. <laughs> Well, as someone who travels alone myself, yeah. when did you realize I can do this and I'm cool with this? And is it, I, I assume a lot of places it's tougher for a woman on her own. Um, Have you ever been in a situation where you go, you know, this is not where I should be alone? You know, there's only one time, and I've been to so many places and maybe places where I should have been nervous. There was only one time when I got nervous. I was in Bangkok. And I had been... Um, there with my boyfriend, um, but he left a day early. So I was there just like one night by myself. And I got in one of those tuk-tuks. Yep. And um, I don't know, I'd gone to get some films developed or something, and I'm in the tuk-tuk, and he's driving me back to the hotel, and all of a sudden he like takes a turn down like a dark alley, and we get, like start going through this like just abandoned area and I got nervous and I thought, when do I jump? Right. When do I leap from this (laughs) tuk-tuk? And just before I got, you know, ready to jump, he kind of turned back onto a busy street and. So it was a shortcut. So it was a shortcut. So for that split second there. But for a split second. And then a German man ran after you (laughs) and chased you into your building (laughs) asking for money. Weirdest thing to see in Bangkok, but yet. There he was. Um, any s- scariest um, plane flights, bus rides, uh, trains, anything? Um, no, nothing that comes to mind. Um, no near-death experiences? Well, actually, so the scary... Other than a hippo well, staring you down? Well, I have another near-death experience oh, in please. Africa. And so it was with a different safari. And the, the guide said, so do you want to go on foot? Because all the time we go in a, in a Land Rover... But this one time, the guy said, do you want to go on foot? And I and, and four other people said, sure. Mm-hmm. He said, okay. Now, I'm going to tell you something really important. You know, if I tell you to, to freeze, you must freeze. You know, promise me that you will. Okay. So we go, off we go, walking through. The With your cameras and yeah. Your, your, yeah. Yeah. Now, exactly. is this when you can't wear bright clothing, they say, or, or do you? You're not supposed to. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm in my safari gear. Bring an orange cowboy hat. Sure. Go on. Neon, neon yellow <laughs> yeah. top. Um, and then all of a sudden, the, the, the guide says, freeze. And all of a sudden, I freeze, and I look up, and there's an elephant 20 feet ahead of us. 
20 was, feet? Was right there, maybe 40 feet. And they're enormous. They're, they're yes, elephants are, are quite No, big. but I mean, just like, you, no, until you're standing yeah. on the same level as yes. one of them, it's not like you're watching from a grandstand or yeah. from a zoo yeah. <laughs> where you're looking down at it. Yeah, no, actually, it was probably 50 feet now that I think about it. And and he, and so we're, and I had actually crouched down to take a picture and and he just said, don't move. And he's muttering under his breath, mm-hmm. don't move, don't move, don't move. Does he have a gun? And he has a rifle. Okay. So meanwhile, the elephant is like cocking its head, kind of looking at us, and then takes two steps forward. And the guy's just going, don't move, don't move, don't move. Elephant does it again, like turns its head to its side, starts walking towards us. And I'm thinking, it, it feels like the elephant is looking at me. The mm-hmm. elephant is looking straight at me, and he's walking to me. And my heart is pounding so fast. I cannot believe this is happening. Um, and the guy just kept saying, don't move, don't move. And I'm not moving a muscle. And then finally he kind of takes a few steps forward and he says, okay, Mr. Elephant, nothing to see here. You can go away. He starts like waving his arms. And the elephant kind of again like cocks his head, turns around and walks away. And And then he goes, okay, move. And then we like went running. Um, and I mean, he, we had said to him like, you know, wow, my God, that was crazy. I can't believe that happened. And we said, well, what would have happened if one of us had moved? And he said, he probably would have charged. Like his reflex would have kicked in to run. So it was really important not, not to move. And that what he ultimately did was, um, just kind of show the elephant that like we're you know we're just nothing here, mm-hmm. and he flapped his arms, and for whatever reason that worked. Um, and then we said, well, wh- what would you have done if it didn't work? And he he said, I would have shot it. Oh. So thankfully, the elephant survived. Um, we found out later at night that another safari group was on the other side of the elephant, and so had they done something to startle the elephant, he, they could have driven him towards us. Oh. So. It was scary. It was scary, but it was so exciting. Okay, how about this? Your favorite airline to fly? Oh, um, well, I mean, no, but the favorite, I've only flown them once, but it was Emirates Air. Oh, I just flew them. You did? From uh, Istanbul to Singapore. Oh, wow. And you go through Dubai? Well, I flew Dubai, right? Well, I flew to Dubai, so that's... Yeah, that's their hub. Yeah, so... Which is an amazing airport. Oh, my God. It, it looks like... Oh, my God. It's brand like new. Palace. Yeah. It's like the, the, the ticket counters are made of gold. Yes, it's yes. It's crazy. Yeah. So where did you fly them through? Um, you went from where to Dubai? Actually, I didn't fly them. I flew British Airways to Dubai, and then I flew Emirates Air from Dubai to India. Okay. Mm, yeah, they're nice. They're, that's a good airline. Yeah, really, I've, really nice. I was on the upper deck. Ooh, I've never done that. Yeah, it's cool. I thought that like in the old days, there was a lounge up there, right? This was on the, one of the big, giant, new Airbuses, was like was a, it? This was like a 777 or something. Oh, yeah, 777. Okay. Mm-hmm. No, I haven't. have you been on one of the new, giant Airbuses? No. The 310s? No. Oh, those things are... I haven't been on one either, but I want to really? see what it... I want to ask somebody what it's like. It's so... They're so enormous. I've just seen them on the runway and going... Amazing. Oh were you God. in business class or were you? I haven't been on one yet. Oh. I mean, in Emirates? Yeah. Um, no, I was coach. Oh, okay. So I was in well, yes. first class? Or, oh, well, excuse there were, me. They had carts of canapes like going up and down oh. the aisles. <laughs> nice. Yeah, it was pretty sweet. The, the, so it's the best first class you've been on? Have you been on Virgin yeah. first class? 
international? I, I because... actually have, and no, no, British Airways first class. That and sounds, the best is thing, that the sleeper bed? Yeah, and the best thing is they give you pajamas. <gasps> they nice. give you pajamas. And they're like, like little sweats, or are they like pictures of uh, cows on them? What a... <laughs> they're little footy pajamas. <laughs> little footy pajamas with uh, British flags all over them. <laughs> yeah, boy. I got to travel like you. Because, you know, that's probably one of the reasons you have so many miles, because then right. well, that's double, like double, double miles. miles. Oh, exactly. Yeah, you'll rack them yeah. up really quick. Yeah, the other airline that was amazing was Singapore Airlines. Everybody says that. that yeah. That's always gets voted number one. Yeah. And I've never flown them yet. Really amazing. Yeah. Oh, was that first class, too? It was. Oh, I hate you. I know. That's so nice. Yeah. You've been ruined, though. You can't. I have been. Do you think, now to get like, I don't know, when you got sick. Yes. Did it make you, did you look back on all the places you've been? Mm -hmm. And what did did you think? And what did that, uh, did it change you in a way? um, You think you would have handled your sickness in a different way? I I mean, you can go to India and see like lepers on the street i mean it's really yeah that's a really good question i mean i think that um i i feel like i can deal with whatever experience is thrown my way and so whether it's a crazy travel experience or cancer Hmm. it's just a crazy experience and so i think i just or a baby (laughs) (laughs) and so i think i just i guess i had that spirit in me to just handle it and i did do you think you're going to raise your son in a different way, like how you were raised concerning travel? I mean, your parents never took you out of the right, country. Yeah. I mean, Do you I, want to start him off at an early age? I would love age? to. I would love to instill a sense of passion for, for the world. Because I do think Americans are very um, you know, close-minded to the rest of the world. They just don't know what's going on out there. And whenever I've traveled and I come back into America, there's always this shock you know, when I first come back and, um, you know, especially like the Asian countries that are just so respectful and calm and, yeah. and I, I was like assaulted in America with all the like <laughs> loudness and, um, I just think it's good to appreciate the world and all the wonders that are, that are there. So yes, I hope to instill all of that into my son. Well, that's great. This is a big, big year for you. Yes, it is. And you're completely healthy. Yes, I am. That's amazing. I'm really happy for you. Thank you. So can people like you're, you're, I know you're writing something now. Uh, is this yes. as a performance yes. or you're, you're going to be doing speaking engagements? No, so I, I have done a, num- a storytelling. Storytelling. Okay. Um, I have had a number of stories told and I'm in the middle of a writing my next story, which is, um, well, geez, you had nothing to talk about. I, do. I don't know what you would, <laughs> where you would start, which is about the, um, the process that I'm going through to have a baby on my own. And because of cancer, I'm not able to have my own child and so own genetic child. So I'm having this baby with an egg donor and a sperm donor and a surrogate, the <laughs> holy trinity of fertility. <laughs> <laughs> Did you say, I'm going to have a baby, but I'm going to do it in the most expensive way possible? <laughs> exactly. Me and Beyonce. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> oh, no, wait. She didn't use a surrogate, but people think she did. Oh, really? Is that a right. secret or something? I no, it's, haven't you seen that? Where no, I'm, I'm out of the loop. The I don't know. The belly in the, on YouTube. Anyway. I digress. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so you, this is coming. So this summer, everything changes. Yes. Are the parents going to come out from uh, New York? Yes. To yes. Take care will. of it. Yes. It. I mean, uh, <laughs> the two of you. Yes. 
At least for a, they're not going to move in with you, are they? No, 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 no. <laughs> no, 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 no. But they're very excited, and it's great that they're so supportive, especially since I'm not doing this in the traditional way. Yeah. Well, you know, you're you're doing the best with with but what you I have. have, and I'm really excited about it. And, and it's just another crazy adventure I'm it, about to embark on. It is. Well, congratulations. Thank you. And thanks for doing this. My pleasure. All right, Lisa Hochberg, everybody. Bye bye.